Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Finishing up here on my last day at the Texas High School Coaches Association Coaching School, and we're finishing this off with a great one in the 2021 state champion from Stephenville High School, Coach Sterling Doty. Coach Doty, thank you for taking the time and being here. Yeah, Keith, uh, appreciate you bringing me in. And congratulations on being honored on the, the 40 under 40 list as well. That's an impressive list. Yes, sir. Yeah, but, you know, great uh, – Players, great staff, great community. You got the ability to to be recognized like that. Coach, you uh, come from a background of some great influences. Coach Art Bryles being a big one for you, high high school, college, and obviously, I'm sure you still stay in touch with him. But uh, other coaches in your past as, as well, Coach Mike Copeland, uh, a lot of guys who certainly helped bring you along to the point you are today, whether that was directly in working with you as a coach or just in the way you were coached coming up as a player as well. Yes, sir, definitely. You know, they, they, they had the blueprint and had a, had a ton of success on the field. Um, but what I appreciate so much about that time and the way they, they, they shaped us as, as young men, you know, they taught us about uh, life and, and character and what it takes to be, you know, a, a male in, in today's society uh, and, and to be a, a great husband and, and, and be a great father and, and just all those things. So it was a very well round, well-rounded program to grow up in. And, and um, so, yeah, very close to those guys today. And, and that's kind of what makes it really special being back home. So 2021, 16-0 in a state championship for Stephenville. You're, you're back there at your alma mater in your hometown, able to do something special there. And 2022 doesn't mean that uh, you're going to sustain success. In, in, in fact, it's probably going to be a little bit tougher now. You got that target on your back. But before we got going, you know, you pointed out that you strongly believe that this, the championships are won from January to August, and that's how you guys approach it. That the off season is just critical to everything that you do. Yes, sir, definitely. You know, and we want to just be able to control what we can control and whatever uh, phase of, of our journey we're in, we want to live in it and we want to be the very best at it. So whether that be in January where, where we stay in the weight room a lot, you get down into March where we're doing, you know, weights and some conditioning and then all the way into the, to, to, you know, spring football in May and then come into uh, the summer workouts, you know, whatever whatever phase we're in, we want to just focus on being 1-0 and and win the day. Um, that just kind of have that mentality and and just take it one step at a time and and, and enjoy the journey um, as a family and and uh, you know you said it 2021 was a, a special year for us um, and and the guys have come back and and we've had a really good off season and and they're hungry for some more uh, no doubt about it um, it's going to be 
you know, in the district that the UIL put us in. You got China Spring there at number two in the state preseason. Uh, you know, the defending state champions for 4A Division Two, they move up and, and come into our division. And so, and then you got the traditional power, Waco La Vega in district as well and then the region is is really tough so we, we've got a gauntlet there's no doubt the same thing that we had last year so we'll just take it uh, one bite at a time and just keep chopping away at it and i was able to watch some highlights from last season's games especially towards the end in the state championship and you have a talented team but man are you you playing some talent against you as well and i imagine the thing that's the equalizer for you, the thing that maybe with some of those teams, maybe they do have more talent, is that you guys work at it and it's a year-round thing and that's just ingrained in the culture of what you do. Yes, sir. You know, it's it's we got to have – Number one, you got to play with championship effort. And if you don't, if you don't have that effort, then you know you're not going to be successful. And then we focus on championship execution. So, um, got a great staff. Got a got a group of guys that that really coach them hard, love them harder, and uh, you know build relationships with them. You know we want to know more than uh, just if this guy can can zone block or or uh, you know defend the the pass in, in, in our cover two scheme. You know. We, we want to uh, know about their home life and what's going on and just, you know, really build that relationship with them and, and uh, just create a real uh, close-knit group that's uh, buying into to, to one common thing, and that's to go be successful on the field and be successful off the field. I know with the great programs, everybody talks about some of these things, you know, as an example, championship effort, championship execution. But can you do define those for us? What does that look like to you? When you're looking at your players or even your coaching staff, to you, what are the things that, as you look at it, and as the head coach, you could say, you know, all right, this is championship effort. You know, the things that you that are, are more tangible and that you can point to. So we have four cornerstones of our program. It's, it's, we gave them an acronym so that we could all remember it, but it's play for them boys. So, you know, it's passion, fundamentals, discipline, and belief. And I, and I say it all the time. I said, if somebody comes out, and Keith, if you came by and watched our practice, like, what would you see? Would you see us playing with passion? Would you see us enjoying enjoying the process? Man, football's a tough, um, monotonous, do the same things over and over again. I mean, you got to think about those ABCs and those drills that you do. Um, and just the monotony of that sure. when you're sitting there playing for 16 weeks. So are we having fun? Do you see passion? Are we fundamentally sound in, in, in terms of the schemes and what we're doing? And can our kids buy into those? And then, and then discipline. Do you, do you have the discipline to do what you're taught to do in every moment, whether that be first rep of fall camp all the way to the last rep in the state championship, playing for a district championship, you know, whatever that looks like. Do you have the discipline to do what you're supposed to do? And then belief. Uh, there's going to be times when adversity hits and you believe in, in, in our process and what we did all off season to get ourselves prepared for that. And uh, you just you, you see those moments throughout your journey when it kind of, you know, that adversity hits and, 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 and what do you do? Do you cower away from it or, or do you run towards it? And so um, that's kind of how we define our, our, our cornerstones of what we really want to focus on and be about. When you look at the execution side too, you know, in today's game, um, certainly 
we're all out at the same clinics. We learn a lot of the same stuff. Uh, what you do on offense might be in some games the exact same thing that the other team's doing or defense, vice versa. But it does come down to execution, you know, and and for me and watching sitting back and watching some high school games in Ohio, you see the teams that, man, these guys are running the same team. They've got similar types of athletes, but this team is so much better at it. There, There is something to and really understanding what that word execution means. We can all say it, but again, the best teachers know exactly what are the steps to get that execution. What's that for you? You know, I think, again, it just goes back to the, the details and, and your guys. Just you, number one, as a coach, being a great teacher so they can understand what you expect out of them. And then to have the, the young men and the kids that, that want to focus on that. And it's important to them. And they want to think about it outside of the outside of school day, outside of practice. You know, there's got to be investment on both sides in order to do something special. You say a team with no leadership is going to be a bad team. A team with coaches' leadership is going to be a good, solid team. You know, second round of the playoffs, second or third in district, whatever that looks like. But if you got leadership on both sides, you got you got a chance to, to to you know be really successful. So I think that that comes down to uh, both both sides taking investment in that and, and believing in it and, and working for it every day. That's a, a very dynamic part of it. That that leadership, especially the player led leadership, because every team is different you have that turnover of the senior class is gone and then there's another group of younger guys coming up and it's not always easy to get that that player-led leadership out of them I do think it's it it takes uh some very intentional coaching and I think there's an art to it too so for you what are the things that are really key to helping you move those guys along to being able to from a leadership perspective take over that team I'm going to keep going back to it but I, I think it you got to develop that in the off season, and and that's got to be something that they've got to be empowered to be able to lead you mentioned it last year we had you know some great leadership we had a great captain group and we had a great core of guys and you know, we challenge everybody. Everybody's got a chance to be a leader. You got the opportunity to go into a situation and to, and to make it better. Our motto last year was leaders lead. <laughs> it sounds simple. It sounds, you know, like it doesn't need to be said. But if you're on our team, you've got the ability to, to lead us. So just do it. You know, don't be afraid to put yourself out there and put a stamp on something. You see something that's not right, go make it right. And, and that's all that's all for us developed, you know, in, in that off offseason, um, whether we are, you know, uh, splitting our team up in, in competition groups and, 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 and coaches pick leaders and, and to guide, for guys to, uh, you know, to lead their way through whatever we're challenging them with that day. Um, it comes from having meetings and talking uh, as a coaching staff with, with, with the leaders of our team to, to be able to try to get that, that lead by example and that, that vocal leadership. Everybody's going to be a little bit different. Um, you're going to have some guys that may be a little bit quieter, um, but they work their tails off and they're an elite player and, and people want to be like them. And, and they follow that. And then you've got guys that, that can do both, that, that are vocal and challenge guys. And we really just try to empower our guys that, hey, if I'm on the kickoff team and the kickoff return team, I, I've got just as much important importance as, as, as that star receiver. Um, that Everybody's got that opportunity to, to do it. Yeah, I love the, the competition teams in the offseason. I can't remember the year we started it, some, somewhere in the – 
mid 2000s about about when you were graduating from college and I remember there being at AFCA uh, an article I don't know if there's a summer manual or, or what it was but Jerry Kill at Southern Illinois at the time was doing it and explained it and then later on you know Daryl Hazel's version of it a few years later was in uh, American Football Monthly uh, but I think that's like there's some incredible things in there when you can number one put those teams together that uh, they they learn to work within a different dynamic of guys all the time and get to lead in smaller situations, right? Because it's not when you think about that player-led um, team, it's it's uh, difficult when you're trying the whole group. You know, you got a hundred guys or whatever it is. All right, guys, step up. It's it's hard. There's too many voices, a lot of noise. But now when you can start that off season in smaller groups. And then add the competition, like you said. I think that's where you start to see that develop and special things happen. That's right. That's right. Because, you know, they're going to have a variety of different skill sets on their team, and they got to try to bring the best out of them. And that's, you know, what we do as coaches, and that's what players got to do within their within their groups. What are some of your favorite things on the, the competition side that you're doing in, in the offseason that um, certainly are bringing that competitiveness to it but are also – to the kids a lot of fun we try to come up with different obstacle courses and we always end it with a tug of war challenge so we'll hang from the monkey bars every 10 seconds a whistle blows i gotta do a pull up and you get a pull up and you know get five points you know if you if you just hang and you stay for past past you know a minute then you get a certain amount of points so it, it's 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 designed for different skill sets. You know, we'll do bench press, uh, we'll do dumbbell fireman carries, um, sled pulls, tire flips. You get out the big tractor tire and have them flip and see how many times they can flip it, you know, within a three or four second or, or minute uh, time period. It's fun as coaches, too, because you can put the highlight on a certain part of your team, right? Like the big guys, all right? This is going to be their day to shine. This is going to be their day to lead and and win for their team and compete for their team. And I think in looking at that and how you can control it and really start to see how things are developing, that's, to me, was always a lot of fun in the offseason to sit down and have those meetings and talk about, you know, what we saw that particular week as coaches and then where do we want to go this next week and, and who needs to step up for us, those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I won't be doing anything else, Lord willing, you know, just having the ability to coach and, and impact kids and, and uh, for the better. Now, do you guys draft those teams? Mm-hmm. The yes, kids sir. draft them? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah I always said, sure like, sit in that room. Don't let them do it on their own because there's a lot to learn about where your team's at right at that time with with how they're looking at drafting certain guys and who they value. And, and I mean, there's always – some surprises too like you think you know this kid who athletically is a stud and for some reason he's not you know early in the pick you know mm-hmm. and you start wondering why you start looking at those things and then it, it's that opportunity because you might know that kid athletically is important to the team well, shoot this is how his teammates view him we need to we need to help this situation yes yes for sure definitely stay in there and, and just see the the middle uh how they just kind of work their way through, you know, the the list, the NFL draft, if you will. Yes. And and what what they see is value, right? Right. And and then well, how how does that actually translate 
to the day of competition because they, oh man, I didn't do a good job, or hey, I, I, we were right on where we needed to be. You know, I got a, I got a mix of power and speed. You know, what it, whatever that looks like. Yeah, definitely. Well, as as we head now into the final stretch, and you said it's one January through August, so we're we're coming up on August here in a new phase. You know, getting into camp and fall camp, and I know everybody, you know, around the country in some way or another is working all year long and able to get the football out at different points and install, but August takes on a new meaning, right? Because uh, right around the corner and everything you're preparing for, that ball's kicking off soon, and you're getting into the season, and which is what this was all about anyway, starting in January. That's right. Yeah, and everybody's excited. Everybody's at this time of year. Everybody's, you know, uh, hadn't hadn't lost a game yet, and <laughs> yeah. you know, you got a ton of momentum, and everybody's fired up to 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 come out and, and go to work. Uh, you know, uh, we got we're we're gonna have to be able to work through some some elements and 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 things that we can't control and things that we can't control in terms of the you know the kind of heat wave that's going sure. on through here and and be smart as coaches and what we're doing and times that we're working out and make sure that we're maximizing uh, all those things. But, you know, that's on the administrative side. Um, but then uh, just get out there and get going with our guys. It's it's going to be a blast. For you in, in looking at how you're going to pro progress through camp, I mean, it is a phase, but you certainly can see within there there's phases too, right, as you start – I'm sure like a lot of coaches back to square one and teaching things again, uh, getting good at things and then heading, you know, into that week one and preparing it. So as you look, look at how this next you know, month or, or so is going to unfold for you, how do you progress through it? And what are the things you want to see along the way as a coach? Yes, sir. You know, it, it's your, your really first opportunity for us, you know, being a foray to have, you know, you got your acclimation period with your helmets, and then your your shoulder pads, and then and then after our fifth day, we can put on you know full back pads and have your first full contact day uh, there on that first Saturday. Um, so you'll be able to see the progression. You know, maybe personnel wise, you thought a kid was going to be able to do something for you, and then he's he's not quite there, and needs a little bit more work. And so this depth charts and movement and. And, you know, you all kind of have an idea of what that's going to look like, you know, who you're starting, where linebacker is going to be, who your left guard is. Uh, but, you know, nothing's really set in stone. So just kind of always like to see that, that uh, process and it, it work itself out. In terms of installs, we'll just kind of really see our progression and, and, and where we're at coming out of uh, summer workouts and see the growth that we've had and just kind of have a diagnostic check, uh, if you will, to see, you know, kind of exactly uh, where, where we are in terms of execution on th some things and things we need to go back on and teach and, and those types of things. When you look at uh, the way you set up your install, at what point do you guys really start putting that learning into the context of the game and situations and, and making sure that, you know, they understand the expectations and, and the different situations they're going to face over the course of the game, whether that be focus on third down or red zone or goal line, or, you know, whatever that might be. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I, I, I'd say really fast. I mean, um, we try to do any type of our 
you know, live, if you will, uh, situations where we're competing a scale, for example, a seven on seven or a, a team period. We like to get into pretty quick those third down situations. Uh, every day during our scale, we'll work at a red zone period, um, you know, where we're working the ball 20 and in. And, uh, you know, so uh, we, we jump right into those um, situation uh, football um, really quick um, into our into our fall camp. Yeah, I think it's it's critical. And just thinking you, know, you could go around to some schools. It's, it's harder now. Everybody's got turf. But when they didn't have turf, you go to the practice field and you could, by looking at the practice no. field, tell if no. that was a team that valued situational football or not because if they didn't then somewhere around the 35 or 40 you just saw the field worn out right mm -hmm. there yeah mm -hmm. so uh i think i agree i think it's so important to find ways to do that every single day the game's played in context right we don't play it without down and distance we don't play it without time so why not practice that way yes yes that's exactly right i can't remember who who said it? But you know, I think, like you said, if if it's beat up between twenty and twenty, then then you're not focusing on the the whole part of the game. Right. And uh, you know, if you're always putting the ball in a certain order of, of the hashes, uh, you know, that's not that's not realistic either. You know, you got you got to spot it where it ends, and, and and just try to make the. If you just put it, the ball in the middle of the field, how many times do you really ever get the ball dead center? And if you go, you know, 100 reps between everything that you're doing that day uh, with the ball in the middle, then, then, then that's not, you know, realistic and, and good situational football. So we try to do all those things, move the ball around. And so, Coach, let's dive a little bit into a group which I'm sure you're very fond of, having been an offensive lineman yourself. Uh, played a lot of games for the Houston Cougars at center. And looking at that group and bringing them together, right, that's – You've got that little team within the team, right? There's certainly the team culture, but Lyman, it's a – I don't know why. It's just always different in coaching high school ball for me and coaching college ball. You know, those those guys just kind of had their own way about things, and you wanted to see that that was a tight union. If you saw an offensive line group where all five of those guys plus all their buddies who back them up weren't hanging out together – you might have to worry a little bit because those guys, more than anybody, they got to work together. So for you in, in helping them along the way and helping to bond that unit, uh, tighten that unit, I know you spoke here at coaching school on the offensive line. You know, what what things do you do? Obviously, haven't been a guy who's done that his whole life. Yeah, you know, offensive line is, is just – you talk to anybody. You, know, you said it. Uh, if you're going to play good offensive football, then you got to be strong up front. Because they, they start it all. And, uh, you know, quarterbacks and, and backs we can really value that for sure. Um, our, I, we call them, our group is the wall, and that's what we've branded it. And uh, they take pride in being able to break it out with the wall. And, uh, you know, mustaches during fall camp, <laughs> you know, uh, get our get our Cameron. Uh, he just won the British Open. Uh you know, uh, different things like that. And, and just any time team mill or something like that, you know, have the big uglies go first um, just to find value in, in what they're doing. Um, something else that we do, we, we – uh, so during special teams, you know, a lot of times 
Um, if you're not on that special team, you're going to be, you know, standing there watching, hanging out during that 15-minute period. So you may go 15 minutes where you're stretching water, whatever, getting yourself ready for the, the rest of the practice with O-line, and they're down there working the uh, whole time and during individual. So Monday and Tuesday we get after it, but then on Wednesday we have a little bit of, a little bit of fun and uh, we take our helmets off and uh, we play a little game of, of one-on-one. And the, 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 we pick two captains, they pick a squad of three, and then uh, the coaches are quarterbacks. So uh, the two O-line coaches, uh, and they compete every week and have, have, a, have a little journey that they go on for a district championship and state championship between the two coaches. And so it gets, it's, gets competitive and they have fun and, and they just have the ability to kind of be a kid and kind of be a skill kid for a little bit, yeah. you know. So those are some of the things that we do. Yeah, that definitely makes it fun. For those guys, uh, those those special teams periods, uh, invaluable time. I mean, I think any position who's not involved needs to be working. I coached quarterbacks forever. That was time for us to get things in. It wasn't necessarily always a heavy physical period, but it was a productive period. So for the O-line, uh, what do your guys, your, your coaches usually take them through? How do they approach that, that period? Is it another scripted kind of individual, or are they – you know, letting letting the players maybe uh, have some input into what's happening that particular day. What's the approach? Yeah, for us, it's it's a scripted individual period, and and again, you go back to the monotony of doing the same thing. We're gonna do ropes, we're gonna do kicking power, we're gonna do boards. Uh, so we got a kind of a set uh, system that we go through, and and. Um, uh, quarterbacks are doing the same, and, and uh, our defensive line, if they're not on that unit, you know, a lot of times maybe you have uh, on the on the punt return group, you know, you'll have a couple guys if you have the ability to personnel that um, that that are on it, uh, but otherwise they're over there working as well, you know, valuing that that twenty minutes of work. Yeah, it's a, a great time to take advantage, but I think most offensive line coaches will tell you they don't have enough individual right. Amen. Amen. Uh, I mean, That's my right. offensive line coach was always stubborn in, in meetings and, you know, what do we got, you know, for these five periods of individual today, what do you got going? He's like, we need 10. <laughs> yes. yes. So you got to go to the head coach and say, can we get one more period? <laughs> That's right. That's but you right. I want to make sure, like, if they are asking for more, I do think it's important to pay attention to that, too, because that group needs to develop. Certainly you want your coaches to be efficient. Uh, but I, I, for me, it was always a red flag. Like, if he's asking for more, I might not be able to get him a ton more, but uh, there's a reason for it as well. In, in, in looking at that, you know, that group being so important, especially early on, if there's some struggles, if you need to get them on track, what types of things have you done to, to really, especially a younger group, settle that group down? and get them performing the way that you want them to. Yeah, I, I think it just all goes back to their development in, in, in the offseason and their, and their strength and their flexibility. And, uh, you know, that's how you, you're able to win a line of scrimmage. That, that comes from your, your, your work in the, in the offseason. Uh, and then it goes, are you fundamentally sound? Are, are you teaching, you know, them are you giving them tools to be successful and so when you have a group that maybe be, str- be struggling with something as, as we all have right you you, lo- you lose guys graduation uh injuries you got to plug somebody in here or there um you just you 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 have the guys around them and the coach to help them along um whether that be you know extra indie or or just uh more time to to be able to 
are you are you fully understanding what we're asking you to do? And, and it may be as simple as, no, coach, I, I, don't, I, I don't understand. I don't get it. So maybe we have to change the way that we're teaching it. So I, I think just uh, work in the weight room and then and the, just – it takes time. The kids don't the kids don't grow up learning how to bend and get down a stance and keep a base and come off the ball, uh, taking small steps and keeping their arches in the ground. I mean, it, I never drive by a house and see a kid out there kick sliding. You know, you just don't. You see them throwing the football around and being a kid. So, it's something that definitely is is uh, developed. Well, Coach, you've, you've had some incredible influence, as we've mentioned. You do some great things throughout your career. And, and again, coming back to Stephenville, winning a championship. But you look at all the things you do as a coach on or off the field. What's one thing you say that, as a coach, this is what I do that really gives my guys the winning edge? You know, I think just the, the, the daily approach um, that, that our coaches take. If, if, if we don't have energy and enthusiasm, you know, I, I once heard a great program here in Texas. They had one sign up in the locker room, and it said the greatest loss in life is enthusiasm. That really puts big perspective on it. You know, so if we can attack every day and, and, and go have fun and, and, and work hard, then you stack days on days, and I think, you know, the, the, the results speak for themselves. Well, I'm sure we'll have some coaches who want to connect with you uh, in this next off season. So what's the best way to follow you? Yeah, I just think on Twitter. Uh, just just look me up, Coach Doty underscore SHS. And, uh, man, we're open. And I love talking ball and, and, and hanging out and, and growing this game. Coach, I really appreciate you taking the time out to sit down and talk ball with us here at coaching school. And best of luck to you and the Yellow Jackets in 2022. All right, Keith, appreciate you having me on.